Thank you for joining us for the Mental Health on Campus podcast. My name is Megan and I am your host for today. This podcast is brought to you by the Center for Innovation in Campus Mental Health. We work with campuses and community organizations in Ontario to address the mental health needs of students. We also host an annual conference. This year's theme is Dialogue to Action. To facilitate this discussion, the event has five streams, including one on Indigenous student wellness and engagement. The virtual conference is November 1st. Please visit campusmentalhealth.ca for details. Today, we are joined by Katy Rankin. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Megan, miigwech. Hello, everyone. I am from uh, the First Nation, Abitbiwini, and it's a pleasure to be with you today. Miigwech. Do you have any advice for listeners who like to improve the mental health services available on campus for Indigenous students? Yes, but first, uh, as a, an Indigenous uh, support person, uh, it is very important for me that I do the work to reconcile, you know, with my own culture, uh, my own healing, but before thinking of supporting my student or Indigenous staff, you know, that comes to the center. So, and it is a journey, as we know, because all the issues or the truth uh, that is arising uh, on a regular basis and a lot lately. So it is very important to be connected with that before anything. The other thing is, it's not just like advice to Indigenous students because it's much bigger than that, you know, in the system of education. It's important to work or it's important for the Indigenous students, you know, to be aware that it's bigger. It's the whole environment, you know, at the college, for uh, example. So there's a lot of work uh, going on and often they're not aware of it. So it's important maybe to go and talk with the staff at the uh, the center. The other thing I wanted to, uh, to add is, well, in my job right now, in my role, we work towards being aware that everybody has been colonized. It's not just us. So it's there's a lot of awareness to do about that. So uh, we do a lot of work like for decolonizing on a personal level for myself, because last year, until last year, I was trying to work like decolonizing the system. And, you know, it's so big that now I try to do with myself and I have these discussion with uh, our students. It's important that our student needs to see themselves, you know, in different spaces, not just at the center, but also in the college and also in virtual spaces. We do a lot of work towards that, too. Any access barriers they should be aware of? Actually, there is some and many, but not for every Indigenous students, because some comes from more remote communities. So they have a diff different realities in urban setting. And uh, so these might be, you know, language barrier, just using, uh, just having like to function in the city, learning to function in the city. Sometimes they don't know the resources in the indigenous community. So I can't, well, in my role, I can support even like bridge towards these organizations. And often I'll do it like in person with them at the same time, yeah. 
Um, in our region, we do have geographic barriers also because we're close to the Quebec province. So often we do have like financial, say, bursaries, uh, scholarship that are provided by the Ministry of Ontario. Well, the students who live on the Quebec side, they're not entitled to, uh, to, uh, to have them. So we work, we try to find IDs like to bridge, you know, the gap. So there's this. And the other thing is often uh, the student will say that they don't see themselves in the institution. So we try to increase the way uh, it, it could be even like decor, you know, decoration. Like in my, in our center, what I do is we do have all the medicine, even just the smell, you know, it is so they can see, uh, they feel at home. Yeah. So that's one thing that, that I do. The other thing is often uh, the way the education is given to them in the program often they don't see themselves either. So we do a lot of work with the teacher. We try, we, we have different ways actually. I do like training or, you know, I go in certain classroom, not everyone, you know, but the rest of the, the, the people, not just the indigenous students. So it creates like a sense of belonging after, you know, after a while. There's this and, and we, we do a lot of things. <laughs> Miigwech. Do you have any advice for Indigenous staff who'd like to share their knowledge with their post-secondary colleagues? Yes. By experience, I learned and realized that we're in constant changes, you know, in society. And a few years ago, we would ask people to come and see us, you know, if they, they want uh, information or education. But actually, I realized that we're not enough. And people, they're more curious now. They want more information. So it's getting very challenging. So we have to find other ways of doing this because we're going to burn ourselves. <laughs> so what we did here, we, uh, we bought two licenses for four seasons of reconciliation. And we bought one license for the staff. So now... We try to slow down and we encourage people to take that training before. And then they can call me at the center, you know, so we can organize something else that respond more to the specific need, like say in social work, the program of social work. As a social worker, I'm able like to go in even further with that piece, you know, but we try to uh, slow the machine down. The other thing we did uh, lately in our area Every coordinator or staff from college, universities, and even uh, school boards, every, everyone that, that are involved with Indigenous services, we sat and we shared our realities because in society, there's a lot of changes like identity appropriation the, these days. So we sat and we talked about the, these issues. And... The other thing is we shared uh, some practice. So we work more the same way, you know, D a bit different, you know, it's personal also, but we, we try to slow down the big machine, you know, all together because we do have different realities. I work in the French system, so we do, yeah, it can be different. But so that's another piece that we're doing. It's very important because 
we saw lately uh, last year, last summer, just for the powwows, we saw an increase of uh, non-Indigenous people coming to the powwow to learn. But the thing is that they need education before going because they're not used to go. Uh, they, often they think it's like a festival, you know, to go and see uh, very colorful people. And it's like a show, but it's not. We have ceremonies in it, but they don't know. They don't, they're not aware. So we, we have like education pieces to do uh, with them so they can prepare. Miigwech, Katie. What can non-Indigenous staff and faculty do to support their Indigenous colleagues and Indigenous students? Getting involved when we organize events is very important, you know, to show up. The other thing is, I think a, an important key for non-Indigenous staff is to learn how to become allies. And I find that that is a, a slow path. People are a bit shy or nobody takes that, nobody opens that path. And I think it's, it would be uh, great to have, to see more initiative uh, regarding allyship because once, once you know how to be a good ally, not just with indigenous people, but it could be transferred to other groups, you know? So I think that's uh, one key. Uh, the other thing is, instead of uh, wanting to teach their students about our tradition, before we would do it, and I remember myself, I did it. Sorry to speak my truth there. But uh, I remember a few years ago, I was uh, asked to talk about the medicine wheel, and I would do it. And I was proud of doing it. But this year, with the increase of people wanting to know our traditions, I, I, I slow down and I stop. Instead, I will say to a colleague, I can come and talk about, for example, the importance of uh, balance and harmony in life. And I will show the medicine wheel is like our way. It's a way of life, you know? And uh, so, and I try to ask the, the, the group, and what about you? Find your own symbol and your own way of, describing you know balance in your life so I try to do that and it seems to be a good a, a good way because I just don't refuse but I suggest something else you know there's so much work to do and I also realize with some feedback from my um, my colleagues once they open the door of the uh, indigenous world they realize how big it is. It's a whole world. And we're, we're very different, actually, you know? And a lot of our old ways, our traditional ways, are coming back big time. <laughs> so we try like to very, we try like to walk together. But at the same time, we are different. It's important to recognize that. Miigwech, Katie. Do you have any other comments you would like to share with us today? Yes. I think it's important also for the non-Indigenous staff to uh, take the time, to learn to take the time to know us as people, you know, not just in books and scientific articles, okay? And the other thing I think we need is more like for senior staff to educate themselves, you know, and participate in different ways of learning and not just in the institutions, but also outside, like in the community, 
because we know that experiences are, well, for us at least, it's like more, anyway, it's our ways of doing it. And I think it's important that people try to do that more. The other thing is, I think that people need to be more, to develop, like, it's important for people, like, to go outside of their comfort zone. Like I mentioned, like, the community events, but it's important also to prepare themselves, you know, before doing it. And the other, the last thing would be, like, more uh, to get involved instead of uh, wanting to learn our traditions or ceremonies, things like that but to get more involved in supporting causes like Missing and Murdered Women and Girls, uh, The Truth and Reconciliation, Every Child Matter, uh, The Jordan's Principle, and you know, learn about ways of walking on the path uh, towards reconciliation. And I think I see that more and more, but slowly, it's like baby step, but I think it's very important. Thank you, Miigwech Kati, for joining us today. Thank you, Miigwech, for having me again. We really appreciate your time and your insight. And thank you for joining us, everyone. See you next time for another episode of the Mental Health on Campus podcast. Until then, take care. Miigwech. <laughs>